if you have the hustle to drive the hunger, you're always going to find deals. You'll always find ways, right? This does not work without the relationships that you've built, right? I always, you know, tell, you know, I always have these conversations with my partners and everyone else, right? If you're not out doing meetings like this, or if you're not at an event, or if you're not at meetup groups and this and that, that's where deals are really made of. That's where they're made from. And that's where they come from. Right. The tactical stuff you will have already figured out. Right. You know what I mean? So it's very vital and it's very important. Most of everything that I do today is because of conversations I had yesterday. Welcome to the Accelerated Investor Podcast with Josh Cantwell. Josh Cantwell. If you love entrepreneurship and investing in real estate, then you are in the right place. Josh is the CEO of Freeland Ventures Real Estate Private Equity and has personally invested in well over 500 properties all across the country. He's also made hundreds of private lender loans and owns over 1,000 units of apartments. Josh is an expert at raising private money for deals, and he prides himself on never having had a boss in his entire adult life. Josh and his team also mentor investors and entrepreneurs from all over the world. He doesn't dream about doing deals. He actually does them, and so do his listeners and students. Now, sit back, listen, listen learn, learn, and accelerate your business, your life, and your investing with the Accelerated Investor Podcast. So, hey, guys, welcome back to Accelerated Investor. I'm actually sitting here in my office with Sachin Patel, uh, who I met about six months ago. Right. And instead of like doing a traditional podcast, thought we'd just fire up the computers, the, the speakers, the mics, the cameras, and, and catch a lot of the conversation we're already having. Right. Catch it, catch it on uh, on camera for everyone else to uh, to really hear more about, hear a little bit more about your journey. So we started talking uh, just a few minutes ago before we fired the cameras up about growth, about your your growth over the last couple years. So um, why don't you just talk about what you're working on right now? Yeah, for a minute to give our audience a little bit of feel of who you are, what you're doing, and then we'll back up and talk mm-hmm. about your growth pattern and process over the last four years. Yeah. So this year you've accumulated well over 100, 150 units just mm-hmm. in the last 18 months or so, mm-hmm. and you're working on a bunch of college stuff and college towns, mm-hmm. multifamily. Um, let's talk about as you sit here right now as a multifamily investor, as a lender, what are you most excited about in your entrepreneurial path into next year, 2020? Yeah. No, that's a that's a fantastic question, and it's just. It's just a passion every day, right? I wake up and it's just the same energy, right? Today is always better than yesterday. You find a new appreciation for life, you know, just meeting new people. Thank you for, you know, talking today and just kind of, I love, I love, I love being around people, you know, that, 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 that are like-minded, right? Yeah. They just have this enthusiasm. But, but yeah, no, like you, like you alluded to earlier, you know, I got into, you know, real estate investing four years ago. Today, we're starting to really ramp up things, you know, from where we were last year to this year. Moving into the whole multifamily world and yeah. and getting into apartment buildings—that's been our main focus this year—is yeah. getting into multifamilies. So we'll obviously touch base on how we got there because I was scared as heck to yeah. get into the multifamily yeah. world, but everybody's got to make that jump, right? So we started doing that, um, as as you mentioned, and we started getting into some college housing as well, right? I still I still am involved in buying singles and doubles and so forth, but but now it's more so strategizing, you know, yeah. in, in, in different ways, right? So we're doing college stuff. Next year, as we were talking about earlier, right? Next year, I want to get into my first big deal, you know, big deal when I 
when I say that is your 100, 100 units, units plus yeah, deal, right? for sure. So we're working through some performance right now to get right into something like that. And it, it, it's been great. It's just finding the way and just using, you know, life is about a game of inches, right? You have to use the resources around you. So we're just utilizing every relationship we've built throughout the years and just getting us to that point. Yeah, yeah. You know? Isn't it amazing, like, now that you're four years into your path, especially mm-hmm. the last 18 months of growth, how much just a couple relationships and a couple networking opportunities can change your path. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I just met at Matt's, you know, meet up. Right. Matt asked me to speak and come talk, about 20, 25 people there. We meet, I meet Tyler, you know, here we are four, five, six months later. We're talking about doing more deals together. We've, you know, obviously funded a number of your deals, Tyler's deals, a lot mm-hmm. of your friends' deals. But talk to talk about that for a second. For Again, we're talking about more, more future stuff. We'll go back mm-hmm. in a minute, but... Um, Talk for a second about how big, how much of your business now is dependent on or a result of relationships that you've built versus just being tactical and go finding deals on your own. Right. Go finding deals on the MLS or LoopNet or off-market, you know, uh, direct mail. Those are all tactics. Right. Versus relationships. And and you'll always, you know what I mean? If if you have the hustle to drive the hunger, you're always going to find deals. You'll always find ways, right? This does not work without the relationships that you've built, right? I always, you know, tell, you know, I always have these conversations with my partners and everyone else, right? If you're not out doing meetings like this, or if you're not at an event, or if you're not at meetup groups and this and that, that's where deals are really made of. That's where they're made from. And that's where they come from. The tactical stuff you will have already figured out. You know what I mean? So it's very vital and it's very important. Most of everything that I do today is because of conversations I had yesterday with people You know, especially when you do the bigger and bigger deals, because yeah. the bigger deals don't happen where. To give a perfect example, like we got involved and invested in a 164 unit mm-hmm. apartment building out in Shaker Heights. Mm-hmm. That deal never hit the market. Right. And the reason why we got it is because of relationships we had with the broker. The reason why the relationship with the broker happened was because of other deals we did with that same broker. Mm-hmm. And the reason why the broker had the relationship was because of other deals he did with other sellers right. that led him to that seller who wanted to sell but never wanted the property on the market. Right. right? You were just telling me about this college portfolio. Mm-hmm. Never hit the market. Nope. You bought it through a friend, somebody that you knew through contacts. Yeah. And the bigger and bigger the deals get, the more it's dependent on relationships. So yep. maybe help our audience, maybe the audience that's doing single families or residential and think about it's all about direct mail or it's all about the MLS or it's all about making offers. It's all about the tactics. Mm-hmm. In your journey now and focusing mostly on multifamily mm-hmm. and building your portfolio, doing bigger deals, mm-hmm. talk about the evolution a little bit more, about tactics versus relationships mm-hmm. and how those relationships have helped you get access to more capital, more private money, more lending relationships, and more deal flow. Yeah, no. So so once, once you have a deal going, right, I'm a firm believer in going into – Okay, who was involved in that particular deal, right? You had a title company involved, right? You had some brokers involved. You know, in 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 my field, in, in the portfolio that we purchased from that uh, the college portfolio, right? I met that guy uh, through my exterminator, right? Okay. So you're always yeah. going to have people that you've done business with within the same deal that you've already done, right? Continue to have the relationship with those people as well, and see. Who they know, right? Talk to them a little bit more. Talk to them about this is what I do. This is my future. This is my plan. And it just starts to snowball, yeah. you know, from that point on. Because my exterminator introduced me to the seller for the college portfolio that I bought. I met with him. He introduced me to 12 of his wealth guys because he owns a wealth management companies. I pitched in front of them about everything that I'm doing. Yeah. Well, guess what? They're like, 
hey, when you have a deal, when you have something going, please let us know. We would love to get into the real estate world. See yeah. how it all happened? It all happened with that one deal. Found the out exterminator, who my, guy that you never thought would be a referral never source. Thought. Yeah. But you treat people with the utmost respect, right? You, 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 once you help everybody come along with you, you're going to grow a lot further, right? Yeah. And I helped, you know, this this gentleman, um, you know, help his business, and I gave him all my contracts. You, you know, you can have all of my buildings because we had such a good relationship, working relationship, you know. Right. And he's like, Satch, oh my god, I, I, you've been fantastic. I loved working with you with your team. You got to meet this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go meet this guy. Then he's like, I loved you. You're real. You're 100%. You keep it the way it is. You got to meet my team. Yeah. I met the team. Yeah. That's how. I just had a conversation this morning, right right before we got started here. Um, I was speaking at an event, capitalism.com, Capcom, huge event, seven, seven, eight hundred people there. Um, Stephanie McMahon, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. Brand manager for WWE is there speaking, right? Um, so I met a guy in the hallway who saw me speak on stage. He introduced me to a guy today I was just talking to. So one of my big passions going forward for next year is to make sure I'm a very present and engaged father. So I got introduced to a group called Front Row Dads through this guy, Justin, who I met through Ryan, who I knew 12 years ago. Right. So as we get older in our entrepreneurial journey, I think it's interesting that all of my significance, my significant relationships, my significant connectivity, my significant relationships with money, with capital, with deals, almost none of it's coming through a tactic. Right. It's all of the growth is happening through providing value, relationships, engagement, staying in touch with people. Mm -hmm. Got a call today with an investor that was a very first investor in our fund. Right. Four and a half years ago. And the guy's got a couple hundred thousand dollars with us. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to get on the phone with him just to say, hi, what's going on? How are you doing? Like, what's your plans for next year? No, No purpose of raising more money. And I think it's those conversations that go the furthest that allow mm-hmm. you to raise more money or find more deals, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So let's back up for a second, Sachin, and talk about your start in real estate, right? Yeah. So I know you've been a loan officer for a while. You've been in lending, residential, commercial, a lot of that kind of thing. And then you start and do your very first couple of real estate deals as an investor. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. What was that like? Yeah. And that went for two, two and a half, three years until you made this big pivot into multifamily and the growth is like hockey stick growth. So yeah. talk about your, your, your starting point. Because a lot of people want to know, like, how do you get involved? How do you right. get involved? And this, and, and this is the best part, right? Because when, when we were starting, and, and, and I just remember, you know, just getting into your first deal, you know, and, and, and where you got today and how you got there. And, and anything that you do or in real estate or whatever, like you mentioned, for, I'm a father first, right? That is my main focus in my life is, yeah. is being a father and a husband to my wife. That, that, that is number one priority, you know? Family has always been very, very important in my, you know, in my forefront, you know? Yeah. Just watching, you know, being an immigrant, coming to this country when I was three, um, watching my mom and dad um, selfishly, right? Just, just nonstop work day and night, you know, while I lived with my aunt for the first four or five years of my life, you know, then spending time with your parents when you can, you know what I mean? You, you saw a lot and how relentless their work ethic was, how, how, how selfishly, you know, they put themselves, they left their friends and you know, everybody else back in oh, India, months, yeah. you know, and, and came here just to have a better life for, for, for me and my sisters, you know? Um, that was my, that's my why, yeah. right? You got to have a why. If you're doing this, you have to have a why. It's not something as simple as, well, I'm going to buy a house today, you know? It doesn't work that way because now you don't have anything attached behind yeah, it. You yeah. have to have that passion. You have to have the meaning, right? So that was my, that's my why, you know? And then, and then coming here, you know, to, to the States, 
I still, you know, I went to college over at Cleveland State University, earned my finance degree there. Um, then I started working at Quicken Loans at the yeah. time. Um, you know, we worked again. It, 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 it rests up to you how much hustle you have, how much drive yeah. you have. We worked nine a.m. to nine p.m. every day for four years. What I did though, I learned mortgages. Hustle, man. Hustle. I learned hustle. I learned. You know, everything else can wait. You know, people will say, well, you're 22. You should be out there doing this, that, and the other. No, I'm 22. This is my time that I build my life, yeah, right? So, you know, we went there and, 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 and we really just hustled. We saved our money. You know, commission checks were my partner my, my partner today, Eric Scalise and I, you know, commission checks were earned, but we never spent them on cars and houses and boats or whatever. We're like, let's buy a house. See how it goes. Said, yeah, you know what, man? I have to figure out another way, right? You know, yeah. I, I read the book Millionaire Next Door. Love you know, that book, yeah. You know, in order to, in order to, you know, be a millionaire, right? You have to have seven streams of income, right? So you, you start thinking about that stuff early. Okay, I gotta. Yeah, I'm working. I'm doing fantastic, but is my money growing? What am I doing with this? Yeah. You know. So you know, we bought our first house while we still worked. You know, no idea about a house, by the way. I, I didn't yeah. know how to plunge a toilet, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But we bought this house. You know. We rented it out. We went in there and did our own renovation work, by the way. We can't afford to pay guys, you know, yeah. but it was cool. You know, rolling your sleeves up. Let's go. Let's get dirty. We bought one house, two house, three house, four house. That year, we ended up like six or seven. We're like, whoa. This is pretty cool. We know what we're, you know, we don't know what we're doing, but we have seven houses. Yeah. You know, we're looking at it. Now we're able to create balance sheets, which we've never learned before. So you learn a lot of things too. Creating these sheets. Okay, we're making X amount of dollars. How can we really scale? Because the income that we're making... We're only going to be able to buy a house or two at a time, you know? So then I took that into, um, you know, we put together some investor sheets, um, you know, some people that I just knew, fired off a thousand emails and said, hey, here's what we've been doing the last five years. Here's how many houses we have. Here's how much vacancy we have. Here's how much rent roll we bring in. You know, we would love for you guys to invest with us and in our company, which is SS Properties. Yeah. you know, we got our first million that year coming in, you know, through friends. Yeah. A lot of my wife's family, by the way. So God bless my yeah, wife yeah. Sure. and her family for really believing in was My wife is literally the catapult of this whole thing. That's you how know? businesses typically start. She is the know? catapult. I kid you not. You know, yeah. I, I, I give her, you know, I told her my ideas, you know, some of them she'd be like, you're, you're out of your mind. <laughs> but, but then she'll, she'll say, run with it. I got everything else. I got you, whatever you need. So. I love you, Ebony. Thank you for everything, you know, that you've helped me grow. You know, when I'm stressed, she's there for us, you know. But her family backed this, you know, almost entirely. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. My, my, my first, and, and think about that, right? It's okay. not even my own, right? Yeah. How, you know, her side of the family said, we believe in you. We trust you, you know. So this all came in. We ended up buying about 20 more houses that year. This is rewinding back about to 2015. Okay. Then we had 20 houses, and now we're up to you know, the 30. And then, you know, we hold the money for five years so we can buy houses and through a rent roll, we give them back the initial principal. So, you know, they gave us 100,000. We give them 10% annualized in dividends. And then we give them back their 100,000 in five years after. And the way I'm getting the money is through rent roll. So you have to be on top of your game, right? You have to have cash flow though. Have to have cash flow. So many people have made mistakes in this business is because they buy house, 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 house. Now they've got expense, 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 mortgage payments to make and no cash flow. And no cash flow. Love the fact that you went in knowing i got to have cash flow mm-hmm. to pay the bills. That's how you build real wealth anyway. Right. That's how you get through recessions. Right. And anybody that I've seen in this business that's gotten in trouble, mm-hmm. and I've seen many people get in trouble, 
Why? No cash flow. And, and who, you learned that young. Whether you knew you were doing it right or not, right. you did it right. We just learned it right the right way. Yeah. My dad always told me that the, the least, the less debt you have, the better. You yeah. know? So just try to have that mentality. But, you know, leverage is a whole other thing, right? But, but yeah, so what we did was we didn't, we didn't take a salary. We didn't take an income, yeah. you know? We made sure that our investors always eat first, you know? So because once they're paid back in these five years, well, guess where this money is yeah, coming? It's coming right it's back. Coming right and back. their friends are going to be involved. They're going to tell everybody they know. And what we talked about relationships earlier, right? Now I've just built a pool of 15 people that have their own sphere of influence yeah. by doing it the right way. You're always going to eat. Your doors are always going to be always open if be you do this thing the right way. Yeah, you know, you bet. Just, just strategize it accordingly. But so... So then we had those, you know, those houses and we kept doing that over the last three, four, three years. Okay. We've accumulated over 70 houses doing that. Okay. 70 doors, single families, singles, doubles, you know, just quads, singles, doubles, yeah. you know, singles and doubles more so. Um, you know, you got to always make sure you're on top of your game on your business. So how much rent flow is coming in? You need to always be at an X part percent of vacancy. So you have to work this thing, you know, yeah. but that's what I learned, right? It's your KPI, right? Vacancy. Yeah. Collections. Yeah. How much are we bringing in? How much are we bringing right. in? Because you need to make sure you're setting aside X amount of dollars to be able to pay your investors back in five years. This, yeah. this thing could all come crumbling down if you don't do it right and if you're not ready to go to war for the next five years, right? Because we, our mindset was, we're going to war for the next five years. Yeah. So <laughs> we're not, it. we're not, we're not buying a million dollar house. No, we're barely so eating. So people are always like, so you got seventy houses. You should have a nicer car. You should have this yeah. or that." Only if you understood, you know, it'll it'll come eventually, right? Money and numbers follow. They never, ever lead, right? So, you know, we built it that way. You know, now we're going into our fifth year next year where everybody will be able to, you know, pay everybody back, right? Um, Those same investors that I build the relationship with, now they bring their money right back to me. And now I fund multifamily deals with the same investors yeah. same money right plus you can use leverage now with real banks commercial banks yep big banks that can fund 70 80 percent of your deal mm-hmm. and you only got to have that smaller piece from a private investor right which allows you to buy bigger asset right 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 instead of just using all private money for, mm-hmm. to buy everything that's fantastic exactly right so just use a private money right now before we couldn't get a bank to look at us right but it's all about experience it's all about what you've done and your credibility is everything your reputation is everything in this business right so it's what you bring in. So now we have, you know, banks and and freeland, you know, ventures for for being an absolutely amazing partner for us, you know, as they've helped us fund some of our yeah, our sure. stuff Thanks as well. Man. And you guys have been fantastic, you know, just from start to finish. So so you guys have been great doing that. But yeah. In my newest real estate investing book, The Flip System, you'll learn the proven secrets and strategies that I've used to be a successful real estate investor. You'll also hear the story of my journey from quitting my job to doing over 2,000 units of apartments. The Flip System is now available for a limited time, and you can grab your free copy at getflipsystem.com slash podcast. You'll learn the same proven principles and secrets and investing strategies that I used to quit my job and pursue a life of financial freedom. In this book, I'm sharing exactly how I was able to personally close over 750 profitable real estate deals, make over 400 private lender loans, raise over $30 million, and acquire over 2,000 units of cash-flowing apartments. Get my newest book now for free at getflipsystem.com slash podcast. That's getflipsystem.com slash podcast.
yeah. so the pivot talk about the pivot right we talked about this before we started yeah. recording that's why I wanted to throw the cameras up and start recording yeah. so um, you know singles and doubles singles and doubles mm-hmm. gets comfortable you kind of know the business you're like that fits in the portfolio it yeah. fits the model I've got this box fits in the box buy it we know what we're doing but then all of a sudden you're like, well, I want to scale up and mm-hmm. I want to do more deals. I want to do bigger deals. Mm-hmm. So, so what next? Meaning like what happens next is got to level up to multifamily. And this is something, if I had a regret uh-huh. of my investing path was sure. that I didn't keep every house that I ever flipped and that I didn't get into multifamily much, much, much earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but you decide to jump in, but you're scared as shit, right? Cause right. everyone's scared of shit. I was, mm-hmm. and I, I still am the bigger and bigger deals that we do. Like this is not comfortable. Right. Right. So you're not comfortable looking at, let's say, like your first 10 unit, your first 18 unit, mm-hmm. but you do the first one. Tell me about it. Yeah. How did you get into it? What was it like? How scared were you? How much anxiety did you have? And then what actually, because that's that's the that's what we build up. Right. None of that stuff is real. Right. It's all our own fear that we concoct in our own mind. There's this wall that we say, like, I, I don't know if we can do multifamily. I don't know if I'm ready for it. It's too much risk. I don't know if I know how to manage it. Mm-hmm. It's all just concocted because there's a thousand people before us that have done it. Right. But then at, tell me about doing it, and then how did you feel afterwards when you did your first couple successful multifamily? Like, oh, it wasn't that freaking right. bad. Yeah, hell yeah. So what was it? what's going on in your mind when you're thinking like, okay, we've got these now, but I got to – it feels good to stay where I'm at doing the singles and doubles. Mm-hmm. But commercial's where it's at. I know I got to go there. It's – you're never comfortable, really. You, you yeah. know what I mean? You're never – you're always going to be at, you know, uneasy a little bit all the time, but you just have to, like you said, get into there and do it, right? Go back to what you did do, you know, what you've done and what's worked for you. Savor those relationships that you've had. That's what we did, right? My whole point was we did the, we did the single family. Well, what did we gain from that single family? We gained the knowledge of how to get the tenant, have a couple of contractor groups lined up already so we have that, you know, uh, you know, if we need some work done, we can send it to them. Have some banks lined up, some money guys lined up, et cetera. So that part's already done, right? So my whole process and motto was let me do it through the single family way first, cash flow first, and then go to the multifamily world. It's so funny. So like the first multifamily one that uh, that, that, that came about, um, it was a, it was a 18-unit building that I bought, bought over in Gordon Square area here in mm-hmm. Cleveland. And I saw it on Facebook. No, no, I'm sorry. That deal was brought to me by the same uh, exterminator that bought me the college deals, okay? Okay. But I'm scared shitless at this yeah. point. I don't know what I'm doing with this. I'm like, let me broker this out to somebody. I'll get a referral fee. Because I was scared. Yeah, I wholesale it, assign it, something. So I wholesaled it to Bratz. Okay. Right? So I wholesale. Oh, I, not even wholesale. I just said, here is a referral. You know, they pay you your, your, your little broker fee. Cool. I'm like, I should have bought that damn building. Yeah. So what did I do? I bought it back off of Bratz. Did you really? For okay. For a hundred thousand more. Okay. Than what I would have got it for. Got it. The value or the less. Did he do here. something to it before you bought it back? I hope he put some improvements into it or something. Tim, I don't know. I'm kidding. Yeah. He did. He put some tenants in there and and, and did some uh, renovations and so Okay. But the value here is I had no idea of of jumping into that building. So the one you know what I should have done was just bought it and jumped right into yeah, sure. it. But it's okay. And, and my my message here is. It's okay if you make that error there. Just just go out and buy it anyway, and you will figure it out. You know, because yeah. I did figure it out. You know, we bought it. Did we take a little bit of a loss up front? Sure, I did. You yeah. know, it is what it is. But I learned a valuable lesson there. You know, just just think things through and just kind of just jump into it if you Almost need to. Lie. They don't lie, right? Bought it. You know, re- and I bought that, renovated it, right? 
still didn't know what we were doing, you know, how much money we were putting into each and all that stuff. But we learned as we went, um, didn't structure the deal properly up front. So I learned that um, based on this transaction as well. We had to come up out of our own money, out of our own pocket to do these renovations, you know, my partner and I. But we certainly did it. We saw it to the finish line. We increased rent year over year by 40%. Wow, there you go. Um, cash flow helps. The cash flow and then the valuation on our refi to get the, the our investor out of this, you know, we gained 390 in equity in that two-year time frame on that same, very same building. Even you though know? you screwed it all up. Even though I screwed it all up. Nice. So it's still there. It just do your homework or, you know, just do your math right. And just figure it out because we knew this could still work. Even though I'm paying you 100 more. Like Tim, you owe me a free building, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you can still do it and you can still make it work. So you're never really going to be comfortable, I think. You just have to go in and just 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 do it and trust your process. Yeah. Make sure you lay out your Hustle your process. face off. Like Because oh, I awesome. tell people all the time, pro formas don't mm. equal profits. No, not at all. You got to have an operator that turns a pro forma into profit. Into Something profit. actually has to happen. Mm-hmm. The work has to get done. The, the you know the LVP flooring has got to go in. The paint and carpet's got to get done. You got to advertise for tenants. That's actually got to happen. You can't just buy a building and then wait. You know, like. No. But I see people do it all the time. Like I bought it, people buy buildings and they're like, oh well, I, I'm, I'm still got to find contractors. Like, dude, you own this for six months. You're bleeding. Right. Like the, the the world is going to kill you. It's going to crucify you if you don't do something with it because cash flow is going to be going out the door. Right. So you've got to jump in right. And that's what, like when you said I got contractors lined up from day one to mm-hmm. jump in and get going mm-hmm. because the interest on a million dollar building will pile up fast. You got it. More so than the cost of contractors. Even if the contractors do it wrong. Right. Right. You should make progress. Mm-hmm. So now your focus is is now that you did that one. Mm-hmm. Now you went out and bought eight, nine other yeah. buildings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then our, our focus after that, we we knew what we were doing with the multifamily world, right? So we knew you know um, how how you know how the transaction worked, what we needed to do for renovations. We know, okay, is there any value added here? Now we know how the refinances work on multifamily buildings and on the cap rates and what the yeah. banks look for, how much of a spreads there. We knew none of that stuff. Two months prior to me buying yeah. that building. Two months later, I feel like I'm a, you know, yeah. I'm a savant to this stuff, you know, just because you learn so much as you go, but you got to jump in and do it, you yeah. know, just, just do it. Cost per door, price per door, rent per unit, yeah. and cash it, on cash return. And it becomes Once fun. Once you know it, it's fun, yeah. And it's fun. It's it, it's it, You got to make sure it's fun, you know. If you have to wake up and be like, oh, God, I got to run these cash flow numbers today. Well, I'm gonna, you're in the wrong business. Yeah. You make it fun. You have to make sure you're having fun doing it, right? So... Now we figured that out. Now, you know, now we went on to the next building that we bought, you know, same way. You know, we went in, we knew what the value add was. Um, we, uh, we, we did the renovations and this is the, you know, the one that you guys helped us on over on Bosworth, right? So now we know what the back end numbers look like. Investors are all good. You know, yeah. this year we bought a bunch of them in Lakewood, you know. Yeah. Um, but the first one is key. The first one is vital. Yeah. You know, very, very vital of just learning. You overcame the fear because you knew... I gave this deal to Tim, sweetheart deal. Shit, I should have done that. Took it back, mm-hmm. right? But like just doing it, overcoming that fear, mm-hmm. it's all, all, what gave you the confidence? Was it the numbers? Were you thinking like, oh my God, I should have let this go. The numbers make sense. Mm-hmm. I've just got to get and take it back. Mm-hmm. Because for most people, it's like, the risk, the fear, what could go wrong, all the negative mm-hmm. self-talk, all the negative things of this won't cash flow. I don't know the numbers. Mm-hmm. The bank's going to kill me. I'm going to default on a loan. I'm not going to know how to renovate it. Are we right. going to get any tenants? Like those, that, all that negative self-talk, we, we talk ourselves out of 
what our true goals are. If our goals is wealth through real estate, in this case, we've got to have enough positive self-talk to overcome the things that we're scared of, mm-hmm. right? So you, your why, your 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 wife, your kids, your mm-hmm. parents, mm-hmm. you know, growing up as an immigrant and grinding it out, mm-hmm. like that has to be more powerful, mm-hmm. more meaningful mm-hmm. than the negative self-talk, right? Yep. So what now going forward, so you're going to have that negative self-talk again. Now you're at 200 units mm-hmm. going forward into next year. Mm-hmm. What does that growth look like? Are you looking at 400 units, 500, 1,000? Mm-hmm. Is there a number? What is the number? Mm-hmm. And w- what are some of the things you still mentally think you have to overcome to get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So f- first and foremost, like we talked about earlier, you always have that why, right? That's going to help you you know, cancel out some of those negatives. You're going to have a negative in anything you do in life. If you really want to look for them, you're going to find them. But what I, you know, what I was saying earlier, instead, focus on what your why was to begin with and then focus on those pros of what you could do to eliminate some of that. And then you'll start to talk to yourself in your head, you know, yeah. like, okay, no, we're good. I know I got this. I've been doing it my whole life, you know, mm-hmm. and nothing has changed today. All we're doing is adding a couple of more zeros or adding a couple of more buildings or adding a couple of more units. That's all you're doing. Take away that stress from you, that negative, just having a negative mindset. One thought, right, can either send you to a euphoric state yeah. or just send you to a depressive state by one, one thought, thought, right? And that one thought, you know, you could say, well, I'm not experienced enough to buy this building. I'm going to walk away. Well, then when will you? You never will, right? Yeah. So it's just understand your why and and just kind of gravitate towards those positives, yeah. you know, and then keep doing that. And then I promise you, of course, you have to make sure all your logistics are there, your numbers are there, and, and that all works. But once you have that figured out, gravitate to your why, gravitate to your pros, and just go right into it and do it, yeah. you know? Because if had, had it not been for that kind of mindset that I you know prepared for myself mentally, we would have probably still been doing single families two or three houses a year, right? Yeah, right. And it, which is totally fine if that's where you want your growth to be, right? My growth to be is I want to be eventually at a thousand units. You know, I want to get to that point, and once we get to that point, we'll see where we're we're going. Yeah. I like the slow, slow growth. I really do, because I know that I can I can back it all up with what I have. You know, yeah. And, and like you said. Performers aren't going to deliver you results. They're just well, you also said getting ready for this, you guys have over 90% occupancy yeah. for like the life of your portfolio. Right. That's where slow growth makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. in that if I went and bought a 500-unit building, didn't know what to do with it, or was buying a lot of small buildings too fast, mm-hmm. you might have a 70% occupancy, then you're barely breaking even on your cash flow. Right. So growing and making sure that building is stabilized, then buying the next one, mm-hmm. make sure that building is stabilized, the next one. Because you're going to be married to these assets the rest of your life. Right. That's what long-term real estate wealth is all about, mm-hmm. is owning the asset long-term. Right. So it's like, you know, you want to have a child and then ignore the child and think yeah. like, why isn't this child the most amazing, beautiful, happy child ever? Right. It's not going to work. Right. You have to babysit the child, child right? nurture, love oh, yeah. all the time, every day. Yeah. Cultivate the relationships. It's no different. Oh. It's no different. You're building a relationship with your apartment building as you are your kids, right? right? You That's know, right. so you so you need that, right? So you so you go into that. You know, you just just have that mindset. I got this. I have everything figured out of what I want. Of course, you're going to make mistakes throughout the, you know, throughout throughout your time. You're always going to make mistakes, but the best thing is 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 is, is the overcoming them, right? And just taking a step back and understanding, it could be really easy. Like for instance, the other day we had four people leave one of my buildings. Like boom, 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 boom. I had no idea, and they yeah. were just like, hey, maybe they had a meeting together or something. I don't yeah. know what they were doing. 
But I went there and I'm like, oh my God, now I'm at four vacancies. I never have this kind of vacancies, you know? I could have easily been like kicking, screaming or what have you. But no, take a second. You've got to this point because you've rationalized and you and, and you thought things through. Yeah. Think it through on how to get past it. You know what I mean? And you'll be better off for it. I heard a great quote when I was at Tony Robbins last week and he really resonated with me. He said, what if every experience was a gift? What if every experience right. was a gift? Right? So when you have four people move out or you have a building that's vandalized or you have a contractor that steals some money. Mm-hmm. Not that those are good things. Everyone associates those with, oh, man, more vacancy. Contractor steals money. You know, it's all negative. But if you think, okay, if I look at that as a gift and say, well, what did I learn from it? What can I improve next time? Mm-hmm. And the fact that this contractor stole money, maybe he needed the more money a lot more than I did. And certainly you're going to cover your ass and cover your assets as much as you can. But you can't. Business is a risk. Right. All business has some risk. And so you can't eliminate all the risk right. all the time. But if every experience you look at as a gift and you appreciate that and say, like, what can I do with this? What did I learn from it? How can I make a better portfolio or do something better for my wife and kids mm-hmm. and have something better next time? Every experience is a gift. And by taking that approach, it's like, well, I don't want negative experiences, but when I have one, it's not really a negative experience. It's a gift. Right. So I want to kind of wrap up with this. So help me understand a couple things, a couple questions I like to ask Mm -hmm. guests on a regular basis. So who do you think has been the most impactful relationship, person, entrepreneur, mentor that you've ever had in your life and why? Mm, That's a good one. So, a, a good friend of mine, um, his name is Gusti Molnar. So, he has his own development company here, Gustav Development. He and I went to high school together. He and I went to Cleveland State together. We were on the finance team. But he would constantly push me every single day, you know, if yeah. he, even since we were in school together. Um, all right, this isn't enough, right? Get to this point. At that time, I was working at, at, uh, at, a, at a local bank. Um, while I was doing my internship at school, and I could have easily went out and got a fifty, sixty thousand dollar desk job and coasted with my life, right? Yeah. He's like, dude, you're you're way better than that. You're you're a type A personality. He was working at Quicken at the time. He's like, come here, let's just see what you can do, you know? Yeah. And ever since there, we've been in each other's ears, right, all the time. Yeah. Hey, do it better. Hey, what are you doing? So I, every deal that I go through, I talk to him about. You know, this nice. is the deal that I'm doing because he'll. He'll, he'll, he'll give me the candid information or he'll give me the candid, you know, responses and, and vice versa. Me to him, you know, mm-hmm. if he's in and, and he does some pretty big development out in out in Cleveland, very high yeah. end condominiums and so forth, you know, um, and he doesn't understand this world as well. Right. As he does the other world. But yet he'll still take the time out and just help me, you know, go through numbers and see if it's a good buy, things like that. And then I help him do the same thing, you know, for each other's lives, you know, whether it's in real estate, our families, our children, our friends, whatever it is. Yeah. So he's, I can say, one of the guys, you know, has been the most influential nice. of me getting to where I am Fantastic. to this point. And then throughout the years, of course, we build relationships as we go. And now you just kind of have a whole team behind you, you know, yeah. hand in hand with my wife and my kids and my family and kind of like. I think it was like a big unity thing with the holding hands. And yeah. when you got an army behind together. you, it's so much better. Yeah, you know, battle together. It's awesome. It's great. Love it. How about in your entrepreneurial journey? Is there a moment, a thing, an experience that you had in your entrepreneurial journey really the last four years that you think was the most impactful? 
Yeah. So with our portfolio, you know, as I was telling you, we've always been at 90% occupancy since my partner and I were at the helm. Okay. The biggest thing to kind of, oh, this year, I'd probably say between February and August. Okay. You know, we, we kind of give some agents um, um, the responsibility to fill units. When me and Eric and I were doing that in the beginning, we gave this person the task to do this, that person the task to do this, right? We kind of got hands off a little bit on our business. Okay. And we saw our numbers just just start trickling. Yeah. We didn't take a look at our books as we normally would, right? And we're like, oh my God, in August, we're like, Eric, year over year, this is horrible. We're yeah. at 90, we're, we're, we're going to be like 65 if we don't get this thing turned yeah. around. What yeah. are we doing? I lost four months right there of rent roll because... You know, agents will be like, oh, yeah, we have showing set up. Don't worry. It's but coming, then it yeah, sits there. Sure. It's coming. It's coming. And then they're sitting there for six months. We took over our business um, back again, full force, and say, all right, now we got to be more hands-on with our with our uh, process, what got us here. Yeah. So don't ever forget what got you there. Just because you think you have enough, you don't. Yeah. You need to always be hands-on. You need to always fill in your own tenants if yeah. you can. You need to always be able to, you know, evaluate your own deals, not just send. We've sent some contractors out to look at houses before we bought them, giving them full trust, dilapidated roofs, plumbing's all messed up. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. We wouldn't have bought the house, but now we bought it. And I think we did a disservice to our investors. I think we did a disservice to everybody around us, our partners, by not being involved. So that's the biggest thing, I think, in business that we've learned. And we learned it early, thank God, right, that we didn't let this go on yeah. too long. But yeah, yeah. that's the biggest thing, I think. That's great. Last question. Is there an um, entrepreneurial book, seminar, experience, mm -hmm. something that you rely on regularly, something, uh, a, a book that's had a lot of, of an impact, a podcast that's had mm -hmm. a lot of impact, seminar that you've been to that's had a lot of impact that you'd like to pass along to people who might listen to us today? Yeah, no. The good reading material, and I think I, I, I snapped this when I was on the plane, your uh, your book that, you, uh, that, that I got from the first meeting that we yeah. were at, the Flip System book, yeah. right? We were reading, I was, you know, reading that, that helps a lot. I do a lot of reading, you know, from that aspect, from books, some self-help, some, some guys that have, you know, done it before me that do it way bigger, you know, yeah. Tim Bratz's seminars, you know, I went down to his seminars and his masterminds down in Orlando. For those of you that are getting into this thing, it's, you know, he's very helpful, sure. very knowledgeable, and he's built a really nice portfolio for himself. So always just, you know, get out there and, and, and every day you have to learn something new. If, if, if you're coming into the next day with the same thing you learned yesterday, you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. So figure something else out for that day that you didn't learn yesterday. Yeah. Are you ready to automate and explode your real estate investing? We're searching for extremely motivated individuals who are sick and tired of wasting time and want to finally see real results from their real estate investing business. We're searching for investors looking to get to the next level and become a bigger, better version of themselves while being a more successful real estate investing entrepreneur. Apply for mentoring and coaching at joshcantwellcoaching.com forward slash podcast. That's joshcantwellcoaching.com forward slash podcast. I think it's interesting that people will go and grind at work mm -hmm. for 40, 50, 60, 80 hours a week yeah. and not carve out a single hour mm -hmm. to learn something new. Right. Like it is that is part of the work day. Like the, I just make it part of the day or part of the week mm -hmm. to carve out an hour or two hours. I mean, I listen to podcasts. 
I listen to my favorite like radio program, which is which is not a, a, a music at all. It's right. Tough, you know. So those kind of things that, and I, I can't possibly for me, I can't possibly digest it all and incorporate it all. So I think part of the reason for my success has been finding one thing and doing a deep dive in it, like mm-hmm. totally immersing myself into. If it's a multifamily podcast, listen to every podcast by that author all the way through. Right. Get everything I can out of it, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a self-development book or a self-development seminar, stick with that for four months, six months, a year. Stick with that for the long term. Get everything I can out of it. Because I'd rather do a deep dive on one thing right. than do a shallow dive on 100, mm-hmm. right? Instead of reading or listening to 10 podcasts, I listen to one all the time. Absolutely. Until I just totally... Beat that thing to a dead horse, sucked everything I can out of it, finish it up, and then move on to something else. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, I think totally. that's a huge part of what people need to do instead of, if they're going to listen to this podcast and 14 others, like, stop listening to my podcast. Go do a deep dive on one of the 14. One of them, yeah. And then listen to everything you can and then some, the next thing. And the time thing, too, right? Um, Josh, they, you know, I always get, well, when do you listen, when, when do you listen to a podcast? Like, you have kids and stuff like that. Well, what do you do on your drive in? Oh, man. How about the Browns yesterday? They scored this. Yeah, okay, that 45 cares. minutes that you learned to guys just babble about how horrible Freddie Kitchens is, right? What did you learn from that? The Browns stink. Is that what you yeah. learned? And who's getting fired next? Put the podcast on. Listen to it in your car on the 45. Yeah, you have a half hour there, a half hour back from your drive yeah. work. If you're in the gym, I mean, yeah, I understand if you need music to pump you up, great. This pumps me up. Yeah. You know, listening to some like tax incentives, like, hey, how can I save some money on my taxes by doing this? Yeah. I just, whatever time that I get that you would be, you know, that you're sitting, you know, idle, do this. Think about, you know what resonated with me, Sachin, is if you listen to a uh, podcast in your car, or s- seminar in your car, or something like that, mm-hmm. one hour a day. Right. For the whole year. 350, 365 hours. Oh. You just gained back 10 weeks of work. Right, think about If that. your average work week is 35 hours a week, 40, 10 weeks yeah. of work time that you've uh, done with self-development, learning something new, that's all it takes. That's all it is. Got to have self-development. Self-development is absolute key, you know, in, in your growth. Education is absolute key in your growth, you know. So that's what I say. Keep the education. Keep the passion. Keep the energy. Keep the hustle, you know, and everything else will follow. It's going to work. It always works. Just, man, have that right mindset. Fantastic. And just go kill it. So, hey, Sachin, if, if any of our listeners want to reach out, mm-hmm. uh, connect with you, do a deal with you, join venture with you, wholesale you a deal, become a private investor, What's the best place to reach out? Um, phone number, email, website. What's the best place? Yeah, to no, there? thanks, Josh. I appreciate that. And uh, we're working on a, you know, on our website here this year. Next year, I'll have some more information on that. But for right now, yeah, whatever it is, whether you need help in in home lending, I'm also a mortgage loan officer, right? Yeah. I can help you in the home lending world. I buy apartment buildings, I buy houses, you know, so wholesale deals, whatever, anything, or even if you just want to talk through, you know, what you guys saw on the podcast today of anything that I can help you with at all. Uh, my email is S Patel. So it's S P A T E L at Liberty HM.com. So S Patel at Liberty HM.com. And my phone number is four, four, zero nine, one, five, eight, seven, five, eight. 
You've been listening to Josh Cantwell and the Accelerated Investor Podcast. Leave a comment on our iTunes channel and let us know what you want to learn next or who you'd like Josh to interview. While you're there, give us a five-star rating and make sure to subscribe so you can be the first to hear new episodes. Follow Josh Cantwell and his companies, Strategic Real Estate Coach and Freeland Ventures on all social media platforms now and stay up to date on new training and investment opportunities. To start your journey toward the lifestyle you've always dreamed of, apply for coaching at joshcantwellcoaching.com.